Welcome to Christ Church Winchester's Advent Podcast 2020. My name is Sue Collinson and today is Wednesday the 16th of December. I am going to read this well-known story from Luke's Gospel. As we listen, let's pray that God would bring us fresh insights and renewed joy. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Now I'm not sure what is on your Christmas cards this year. Maybe there's one with Mary heavily pregnant sitting on a donkey. Or maybe one has a fresh-faced shepherd with a fluffy white lamb across his shoulders. Or maybe you have one with Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus surrounded by animals in a small stable on top of a hill. We all have these pictures in our minds as we hear this story. So perhaps it's good if we look at it again. Luke, as the good historian he is, is careful to set the story in its historical context. Caesar Augustus issues a decree that everyone must register for tax purposes and Luke then dates this particular decree by referring to the governor Quirinius. So, without the technological advances of today, Mary and Joseph join with everyone else in a trip back to their birthplace. And, as we all know, Bethlehem is crowded. 
This is the part of the story where artistic license has meant that the facts of the story have become somewhat obscured for a lot of us. I remember a wonderful Christmas play all about a grumpy innkeeper who is persuaded to take in a very pregnant Mary and then is bothered all night by visitors. A fun play, but a little far from the truth, perhaps. Luke says while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. There is no hint of rush or panic. We don't know how long Mary and Joseph stayed in Bethlehem, but it could well have been months. And the idea of them going from place to place looking for somewhere to lay their heads, well, also perhaps a little far-fetched. My mother is a great one for hospitality at Christmas. Some years we would have a dozen people staying with us. And her mother was the same. This year, perhaps more than most, I am looking forward to having my children home with me. It would be unthinkable in Middle Eastern culture for the relatives of Joseph not to take him and his new wife into their home. When Luke says there was no room for them in the inn, he doesn't mean an inn like we think of an inn, a small hotel. He could have used a word that meant that. He uses one in the story of the Good Samaritan. But here he uses a word that is better translated guest room. The guest room would be a room on the side of a simple home where visitors could stay. So, what Luke is saying here is that Mary and Joseph are welcomed into the home to sleep where the family sleep. The manger, or feeding trough, would be inside the home as animals were brought in for safety at night. Maybe, like me, you have often wondered at the angel's words. Why does he talk about a manger? It seems such a strange way to identify this newborn baby. Well, it does until you put yourself in the position of those shepherds. This glorious heavenly choir lights up the skies and fills the air with praise. The good news is that a baby has been born, one who is called Christ, the anointed, the long-expected, Saviour and Lord, worthy of all honour. To say the shepherds are overwhelmed is an understatement. Not just overwhelmed, but intimidated, fearful even of investigating this new birth any further. So the angel tells them something that is both comforting and motivating. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. He will be in a place that you are familiar with. No imposing palace or rich mansion. You will find him in a simple home. You will find him where you yourself have been. He is just like you. This is the wonder of the Christmas story. That God came close to us so that we can come, come close to God. One day, Jesus was in a guest room 
one prepared for him by his disciples. It was the night before he died. And that evening, he explains with bread and wine that he himself would open the way for us to be with God forever. He became like us, that we might one day become like him. Let's pray. Jesus, we greet you with wonder. You are precious beyond mere words. And our world needs your presence more than ever. I gladly take up the angel's song of good news, joy and peace. Let kings bow down. Let all creation marvel. Let this love story ring out for all to hear. Amen. <laughs>